You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. Just going back, uh, you'd, you'd recall that there are two reports that were handed uh, over to the minister. One, it was the ministerial task team uh, report um, by Dr. Mampai, and the second one was the assessor's report um, by uh, Professor Mosia, who both were appointed by the minister to uh, look at two different issues. The, the Mampai report, it was to look at... Uh, Uh, instances of mission drift at UNISA and the challenges that were plaguing the institution at that particular time, particularly, you know, issues relating to the over-subscription or over-enrollment of students uh, at UNISA who in the main were contact students than what UNISA is meant to do, you know, for distant, uh, distant learning institution and so on and so forth, and the challenges that took place thereafter in terms of access to uh, NSFAS and, and some... Um, assistance, uh, including the government grant that must go to that institution. But in that report, um, also uh, uh, Dr. Mampai discovered that the IT system of the university was posing serious, serious challenges to the institution. Uh, Actually, it was non-existent, and that's why there was a problem uh, in assessments of, of, of students at that university. But then the report went further than that to point out issues of maladministration and the lack of counsel to do uh, their fiduciary uh, responsibilities. Then that led now to the minister having to appoint um, the independent assessor because that was not the original um, uh, 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 you know, intended work of, of the MAPAI or the ministerial task team. Now, the, uh, the, the, uh, the assessor's report, then it went into detail in terms of looking at uh, the role of council, the role of management, and the alleged maladministration and corruption that took place at that university. Now, we are seated with those two reports, which the minister uh, ultimately had to uh, con- uh, you know, uh, consider in making a determination of uh, the direction that he needs to give uh, to the University of South Africa. Now, on the basis of that, the minister came to the conclusion where his uh, intention was to put the UNISA uh, under administration. He then wrote to the university asking them why shouldn't he put them under administration. Uh, and council uh, responded uh, uh, to that, uh, you know, and the minister was not convinced that council actually appreciates these two reports and, uh, and the amount of fraud maladministration and just like ZT actually in terms of the governance of that university and he therefore uh, last week um, uh, decided now to appoint uh, Professor Ian Rensbeck as the administrator of the university and to dissolve himself. It's now the university uh, contends that this announcement is premature and uh, they say it's in contempt of uh, a court order that was handed down uh, by Judge uh, Kuvaji in the North Gauteng High Court on October the 6th, which ordered the minister to withdraw his notice of intention to place the institution under administration. So I would imagine you are aware of that. And, and, and uh, what is the minister's uh, reasoning around this particular matter? 
Sakina, uh, the minister's decision is not premature at all. Uh, this report Reports we are talking about, they date back to uh, two, three, two years back uh, when they were, uh, um, you know, uh, initiated. And there was even an extension of, um, uh, of the assessor's uh, report. Now, it is not uh, premature at all. And the minister followed the Higher Education Act by writing to council. Uh, for them to respond to both the reports, and they did respond. And at that particular time, there was no mention of prematurity in the decisions that the minister ought to be taken. The only time when council mentioned issues of pre, uh, 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 you know, uh, I mean, uh, prematurity, it is when minister made his intention very clear. Now, our question is very simple: When did it become uh, 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 premature for the minister? to take the, this decision, and when should the minister take this decision? Whilst UNISA on a day-to-day -day basis is going down the ground, while systems are not working, whilst minister is receiving representation on a day-to-day -day basis from staff of UNISA, unions, and many other individuals who are concerned about what is taking place at that institution. Now, the minister cannot sit and fold his arms and watch this institution of 150 years old uh, to eat itself up by individuals who are hell-bent to keep their position as council members and by some of them who are within the executive who don't want to be held uh, accountable. And all that they would do is to challenge the procedure of uh, the, the, how the decision was arrived at and not deal with substantive issues uh, of what actually the concern of the minister is, which is contained in the report. And even in terms of the substantive issues, uh, Sakina, I mean, the, the procedural issues that they are mentioning, the minister appealed the decision by uh, Judge uh, Kofuki uh, uh, of, of, the, of the 5th of, of October, and that steered the minister for him to then appoint the administrator. Uh, at this uh, of this university if the minister took a premature decision the minister would not have complied with uh, any other court decisions uh, that have been taken before but also minister indicated in a statement about three weeks ago about his concern about the delays by the courts to give a date uh, for us to sit uh, with unisa uh, on, in dealing with uh, the, their challenge of the report, the contents of the report. Even up until today, the courts have not called us to sit and, and deal with that matter. And as and when UNISA raises an issue about the minister to, uh, having to take a decision, this is when we are told, no, no, but this matter is premature. We are now more than a month and two weeks since we have been waiting for a date for, uh, for us to appear to deal with uh, the UNISA issue. It has never said. When minister uh, uh, appeals uh, the decision of, of, the, of the 5th of October, we are now told that the minister is premature. I don't think that that, that uh, uh, cons uh, I mean, concern is legitimate, but it is meant to you know, waste more time and for those who are fleecing UNISA to continue to do so. so and the minister cannot wait uh, for that to happen. Uh, and that is why the administrator has been appointed to do a very, very important work uh, of, uh, for this institution. So with regard to the legality around this, um, am I understanding you correct, uh, correctly? Is it your contention that the ministers or the department's appeal uh, has therefore 
basically uh, set aside the interdict that was handed down? It is our contention that uh, uh, our our appeal has set aside that decision, something that UNISA is contending. We are in court as we speak. Uh, our legal representative are in court to look at that legality. Uh, but it is, uh, you know, uh, uh, in the prescripts that when such, a, uh, when such a matter has been brought into the court and a decision made by the court and that decision is being challenged, it gets set aside whilst it, it then can get, uh, 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 you know, uh, be, be brought back into the role, into the court role. As we are saying, the the, the decision uh, to challenge the report is the one that we are still waiting for the date of it, and this is the decision uh, that uh, Judge uh, Koniki was trying to uh, uh, remind us uh, on the fifth that we should wait for that date. Now the minister challenged that, and and that's why we believe that it is in the in the right in the rights of the minister. Uh, whilst that process is still unfolding for him to stop the rot that is taking place at UNISA and appointing the administrator. Just finally, so what steps will the now appointed administrator, uh, Professor Iron Rensberg, uh, what steps will he have to take in order to address the challenges mentioned in the report by uh, Professor Mosia? Well, the, firstly, the, the administrator will take over the role, powers, functions and duties of council uh, for the period of 24 months, and the administrator will carry out uh, uh, and exercise this role, including uh, that of uh, managing the, the executive management of the university, because there will not be any council, uh, 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 I mean, there will not be any council at the university, so therefore all these powers are conferred uh, to the administrator. Again, the administrator will also identify and initiate processes and initiatives uh, to restore proper governance uh, and management at, at the university, including further investigating all those issues of malfeasance uh, and corruptions uh, and corruption that have been uh, said in the report and additional uh, information that has been brought by whistleblowers to the university, I mean, to the, to the minister. So the, 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 the administrator will look in, into all of those. If it comes to a point, whether in the administrator's view to in, you know to involve other government uh, law enforcement agencies such as the SIU and the Hawks, the administrator will make that determination uh, for those institutions to be involved. But the nature of the the challenges at at, at UNISA uh, and the extent and their its manifestation, I I would I would foresee that the administrator would in no cost uh, at no point uh, I mean at at, at a very recent uh, you know intervention a call for that reinforcement for him to be able to uh, deal with the criminality part of the report other issues that that relates to governance the administrator could uh, with his expertise uh, and knowledge he can be able to manage that and then i must say that uh, the administrator will also be uh, assisted by a team that include a, a, a deputy administrator will assist him uh, to manage the affairs of the university. Well, uh, uh, when does uh, Professor Rensberg start, um, you know, his work at the university, Isma? He has started on the 27th of October. He's already started. Uh, when, when he has already started uh, upon gazetting of uh, the decision by the minister to place UNISA under administration. And I must say it very clear, even though that, that we are in court at the moment, UNISA is currently under administration, 
and it's in the hands of Professor Ian Rensberg. There is no council there. It has been dissolved. Management is still doing its work, and uh, the, the administrator will soon convene them uh, to formally introduce himself and to uh, indicate the next step in, in the administration processes. Ishmael Mnisi will have to leave it there. Thank you so much. And uh, that, of course, is uh, Ishmael Mnisi, and he's the spokesperson for the Department of Higher Education and Training, uh, just giving us uh, the department's uh, perspective on what's happening at UNISA at the moment. As we understand, um, UNISA uh, will approach the High Court on an urgent basis uh, to challenge Higher Education Minister Dr. Braden Zimande's decision to place the institution under administration. But as Mr. Mnisi says, the institution is already under administration. You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM, leading the conversation.